everybody. I'm Cam Stewart, your fantasy sports news update. The Women's World Cup down to the knockout round. The tournament favorite United States took out Spain 2-1. to one. They advanced to the quarters with the win. Captain Megan Rapinoe scored both goals on penalty kicks for the USA that got all they can handle from the Spanish ladies to advance. Team USA will now meet the host from France in the quarterfinals June 28th in Paris. Canada taking on Sweden right now in the other elimination game. No scoring. They're at the half. Winner moves on. Loser is done. NBA News in an attempt to intense, uh, entice Kevin Durant to the Brooklyn Nets are exploring the feasibility of signing close friend DeAndre Jordan. Sources telling Mark Stein of the New York Times, Jordan is an unrestricted free agent and was acquired midseason by the Dallas Mavericks and the Chris Tapps Porzingis blockbuster deal. The 30-year-old three-time All-Star averaging just under 11 points with 11.4 boards per contest with 19 games with the New York Knicks. The Knicks also have been fined $50,000 for violating the NBA rules regarding equal access to media. The Knicks barred journalists from the New York Daily News from attending Friday's press conference introducing the number three overall pick in the NBA draft, R.J. Barrett of Duke. The team has agreed to p- comply with league rules regarding media access in the future. This according to the NBA. NBA awards going down tonight. Giannis, the Greek freak, huge favorite to be the MVP. Minus 300. James Harden checks in at plus 450. Paul George, 40-1. to 1. Luka Doncic, chick of the Mavs, minus 3,500 to be rookie of the year. Pascal Siakam of the Raptors, minus 2,000 to be most improved. Mike Budenholzer of the Bucks, minus 1,600 to be coach of the year. So no value with those picks. Closest race in terms of odds, defensive player of the year. Rudy Gobert of the Utah Jazz is the favorite at minus 350. Giannis, plus 350. Paul George, the third choice at 10 to 1. Shohei Itani says he's up for the home run derby. The MLB wants him there. The Los Angeles Angels phenom hasn't been formally invited to participate, but Otani has gone on record saying he wants to compete in baseball's marquee event. The 24-year-old missed the opening month of the season while recovering from Tommy John surgery. Since coming back, Otani's hit 271, nine home runs. So far, no hitter has confirmed to the home run derby, but it has been reported that the Toronto Blue Jays slugger Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is committed to compete. Here's the MLB sked for tonight. Two games at 7.05, Toronto at the Yankees. Yankees, big chalk. Minus 270, total 11, Sanchez, Sabathia. Mets at Philadelphia, Phillies minus 130, total 10, Mats versus Eflin. Phillies reeling right now. They've lost seven in a row, two more at 7-10. White Sox at Boston, uh, with the Red Sox minus 180, total 9, Giolito versus Rodriguez. Casey at Cleveland, Indians minus 180, 10, Keller versus Plutko. 805 action, Atlanta at the Cubs. The Cubs laying 135, 11 and a half, Tehran and Lester. 940, we got the Dodgers. Minus 135 at Arizona, eight and a half. Kershaw versus Granky. Great matchup there. And the Dodgers, the first team in MLB history to have rookies hit walk-off home runs in three straight games. 10.05 action, Colorado, minus 120 at San Fran. Seven and a half, Gray versus Pomeranz. It's also championship final game one of the College World Baseball Series in Omaha, Nebraska. Tonight, game one, Michigan from the Big Ten taking on SEC power Vanderbilt. The Vanderbilt Commodores minus 210. The total in this baseball game is eight and a half. Italy will host the 2026 Olympics in Milan and Cortina, taking the winter games to the country for the second time in 20 years. The IOC voting the Italian bid over the Swedes, who have never hosted a winter games. Italy last hosted the winter games in Turin back in 2016. We have Copa America soccer, Chile taking on Uruguay, Ecuador and Japan. Both games at 7 o'clock p.m. tonight. NHL news, the Philadelphia Flyers pen defenseman Travis Sanheim uh, to a two-year contract today. We're 6.5 mil, 3.25 a season. Sanheim, a very good sophomore season with nine goals and 26 assists. 
for 35 points in 82 games with the Philadelphia Flyers. The Phoenix Coyotes have met with Joe Pavelski's agent, Dan Plant. Pavelski, now 34 years old and an impending free agent, is reportedly not even close to signing a contract extension with the Sharks. Pavelski scored 30 goals this season, has hit the 35-goal mark in four of the last six years. Arizona ranking 27th offensively last year, and they could sure use a proven score. Hey, we got uh, some other news, too. Raptors coach Nick Nurse has been named head coach of Canada's national basketball team for the upcoming FIBA World Basketball Championship. The agreement runs through 2020 Olympics should Canada qualify via top seven finish at the World Cup. I'm Cam Stewart, everybody. Stick around for Red Heat and Rage Radio with me and host Gabe Morenci. We'll talk to Mike Blewett, go through the best bets, Ricky Sanders, some baseball, DFS, soccer, and a whole lot more. Stick around, everybody. Red Heat and Rage Radio, hour one, coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. I am Gabriel Morenci, throwing it down with a raging redhead. Cam Stewart on this uh, Monday afternoon. Uh, Ricky Sanders going to step up and in. We're going to talk some uh, DFS. Uh, Ricky's got the flu, uh, but uh, as I just told him on Twitter, I said, hey, Max Scherzer pitched with a broken nose. There's uh, there's no crying in baseball, and there's no crying in DFS uh, baseball, but there's a lot of crying in baseball, actually. That's <laughs> not true. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I've heard, no, there, there is. I've heard a lot of players tell me that's not true. I cried. <laughs> so uh, there is uh, there is crying in uh, baseball, especially there's crying in uh, when you bet on baseball. Although, for sure, Gazi Osborne stated, "No more tears. tears. I'm out of tears. Yeah, I've heard it is. Yeah. Um, I had a You're horrific weekend. Horrific weekend as far as uh, betting is concerned, Cam." And not, not that my picks were terrible, but I'm running around New York and New Jersey like a freaking moron. Uh, but uh, we'll get to that a little bit uh, later on. Uh, Mike Blewett uh, will join us. Uh, we got a lot of stuff to get to. Uh, baseball, uh, basketball, NHL, hockey, and uh, everything else in between, including the College Baseball World Series. Michigan in the plus 190 range uh, tonight. Against the uh, smoking hot Vanderbilt Commodores. A lot of stuff going on. What's up, Kim? Yeah, what's happening, Gabe? Just watching the women's soccer right now, too. Congratulations to the USA. Tough little battle with Spain, though. Two penalty kicks to get it done. Winning on the money line, not covering the spread in Sweden and Canada. Gabe, this one's going to go on a long time. If I were to make a live bet right now, I'm predicting 0-0 penalty kicks. I don't think anybody's going to score in this game. Um, Yeah, you know, maybe we'll get a little live in-game action uh, going if you can uh, log in. Uh, to our account, I should have uh, had uh, Martin Truex uh, Jr. Uh, yesterday. I sent the text. Room, I room. never got a response, but um, I'm, I'm expecting that it's there. And I tell you, it was like plus 400 or, or something like uh, that. Yeah, World, World did you send it? Uh, you didn't send it to me, did you? You didn't send me the text, did, did you? To the West Coast importer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, but good. did I get I exported get no this time, or did it did, did it get uh, imported? Uh, let me know. I, I, look, I looked at my phone, and I saw a late-night call from you about 1.30 in the morning, but I, I usually put the phone on uh, silent there. It must have been, I don't know what the hell I was doing Saturday night, to be honest with you. Uh, or was it Friday night? Yeah, I we, don't know. You must have been up to, you must have been up to something, Renzi. When I get those late-night calls, usually uh, I not was a live. Good call. I, was, 
I was live on the air, and I don't know what I wanted oh. to ask you about, but it was it was something. <laughs> something. It wasn't a private call. Like it was, we were live. Oh, like, okay, uh, okay. Oh, oh, okay. I don't know uh, what's going. On. I'm like, I just, I don't I just know. Something the morning, came up. Show with Hertz. I'm like, it's Paul Morenci. What the hell's going on here? <laughs> yeah, somebody, somebody asked me something, and I was like, I don't know. We'll give him a call. And uh, I said you weren't going to answer though. Uh, so uh, I was. I answer I, you I was most correct. of the time, but. Yeah, I had some things yeah, oh, uh, yeah, Saturday night uh, going on. But, uh, yeah, you're right, Gabe. It was, for me, it was an up-and-down weekend, you know. It's like I actually did really well with baseball on Sunday and uh, horribly uh, on the other day. It's a, it's a real roller coaster ride this year, and I didn't predict Ches Reeve winning in golf. Smashed the Paul Casey top fives, tens, and everything. But, God, the guy hasn't won since 2009. Congratulations. It wasn't on that. Yeah, he had won in 10 years. What are you going to do? Not much. All right. <laughs> Game time decisions. Ready for radio. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Game Time Decisions, Ready to Rage, our radio, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I'm Gable Moranzi, throwing down a raging redhead. Cam Stewart, Mike Blue will join us. Richie Sanders will step up and in. We have an NBA trade. Uh, Kent Bazemore uh, sent uh, from the Atlanta Hawks to the Portland Trailblazers for Evan Turner. Evan Turner, both players are on the last year of their deal. Uh, both players making the same, um, they're in the same neighborhood as far as uh, finances is concerned. So, I don't know doesn't really do anything um it's not like a financial move it's more of a basketball uh move more than anything in, in my opinion cam you know the thing is atlanta's starting over they're rebuilding a team they have a core pretty good core of young players actually uh the atlanta hawks are right now kent baysmore doesn't fit into this equation uh baysmore is going to make 19 million dollars uh this year evan turner is going to make 17 uh, million but Baysmore is a better player than Evan Turner is. Like, I think this helps Portland. Like, Portland had McCollum, and they have Damian Lillard. There was nothing Evan Turner could bring to the table. The guy barely played. He scored seven points a game uh, for the Blazers. He brings a little veteran presence because Atlanta is such a young team. Evan Turner's been around the league. He's a popular player. You know, he's, he's not like, he'll help mentor people. Like, he's not a jerk. You know what I'm saying? Like, some guys would be like, F, F this. I'm not helping anyone. So, Evan Turner is good like that. And I tell you what, for for Portland standpoint, you know, Kent Baysmore is a good basketball player, and you know they, they Portland aren't that far off, but I I don't think Portland can do it with just McCollum and Lillard. Like they, you know, and even with Nurkic, it's there. There's still a couple of players yeah. off, but you know, not a not a blockbuster move, but a, a basketball move. But I tell you what, Cam, the the Atlanta Hawk win total is 32 and a half for the upcoming Over. season, and. I think this Over. team is more than capable of winning 32 and a half games. Couldn't agree with you more. And you talked about Evan Turner when he had opportunities in the playoffs, really wasn't big down the stretch in those games against Golden State, Gabe. Missed some really uh, key baskets at key times there. Just couldn't get it done. It's probably a good move for both players. And you're right. They need secondary scoring. I really like what Trey Young and Atlanta did. You said it. They're a young team. And 
32 is very, very low. I think they're capable of uh, winning more than that. I actually like love that bet that you're talking about. I think they're going to be a much much improved team. Hell, guy, teams like Cleveland and stuff, I held, they're going to be a hell of a lot worse than the Atlanta Hawks. I can tell you that. Oh, yeah, Cleveland are a mess, man. Cleveland are a mess. They they're drafted train, another man. kid that's nowhere near ready. Like, yeah, yeah, good luck with that beeline. Yeah, they're, they're, they're in trouble. So um, we've got to get to our Kawhi Leonard update. Uh, but um, on, on another Toronto Raptor note, so we remember the night um, the night the Raptors won the championship at about, you know, 3, 4, 5 in the morning, whatever it was. It was about 2 in the morning, like, West Coast time, but it was about 5 in the morning, East Coast time, that the the story broke. That's when the first, you know, the, the tweet went out from the NBC, San Francisco, whoever it was, about Masai Ujiri. And if you recall, the initial report was Masai Ujiri either slapped a police officer in the face um, or shoved a police officer. And there was no video of it. All there was was video of a cop sort of yelling at Masai and Masai being Argument. restrained from people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so you and I commented at the time and said, you know, I find it kind of incredulous to believe that. And you like that word, incredulous. Um, yes, incredulous. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I find it kind of <laughs> incredulous that there we are in an arena with the NBA Finals and it's not on camera, Masai Jerry punching a cop. And secondly, a cop in Oakland, California, would get punched and be held back by team personnel and by staff. And then subsequently, a couple of days ago, it came out um, that the uh, company had a concussion. And... Uh, that he was going to file a civil suit and suit Messiah Jerry. Well, well, well. Um, I don't know, like, what kind of bozo Sheriff Lobo we're dealing with here that he actually threatened a lawsuit when it's come out, Cam. Now, there is film of what happened, and it turns out he was the one that shoved Messiah Jerry. That's why Masai Ujiri was mouthing off. He said that Masai Ujiri didn't have his credentials around his neck. Masai Ujiri had yes, his credentials did. in his hand. He had it in his hand. <laughs> and he was in his pocket. And he pulled it out. And he said he put it. And the cop said he aggressively put the badge in his face. So he shoved Masai off of him. Well, why didn't you just say that after the first night? A day of this kind of concussion and getting a lawyer to uh, the Raptors and Masai Ujiri. Like, what, what, what kind of police force are they running uh, in, 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 in Oakland? Well, we know what kind of police force because we've heard about them in the past. But think about, Cam, if they lied about Masai Ujiri in an arena with 20,000 people watching, what are they lying about in the hood, man? What are they lying about on the streets, Cam? When this guy accuses you Masai Ujiri uh, of hitting him <laughs> yeah. and it was the other way around. Like, Anything that any cop in Oakland says is just, you know, full of shit. You know what I mean? And, you know, it's it's pretty – like, if I was if I was the chief of police in Oakland, I'd be pissed at this cop. Like, you, you, you know what I mean? Like I just said, how can you take anything that this force says seriously when you're threatening civil lawsuits? And I'll tell you what, was on board with it. You know, like, uh, the Sheriff Lobo's, like, lieutenant or whatever, he was on board. Yeah, yeah, you know, I think it's his right to, to sue. To sue for what? 
Do for what? Like, yeah, yeah. Like I said, God knows what else these guys lied about. You know, I watch I watch a lot of these shows, and I'll tell you, man, uh, nothing surprises me anymore. We have some really good cops who listen to the show, Gabe, that we met, the guys from Chicago, but there's some bad eggs there too. You know, Planet Evidence stuff like that. You said it, man. It's uh, it's an absolute shame. We've obviously saw that he had the credentials. I don't understand what, why the feud was happening with him. And you have to know that, obviously, he's a person of significance with this basketball team. It made no sense to me. I don't understand what the hell's going on. And this story was a no-go from the get-go, or else they would have done something about it. That's the bottom line. If you had the evidence, you would have done something early. It dragged on. It was proven that nothing was done. And, uh, yeah, you just kind of made an ass of yourself, and yeah, you embarrassed the rest of the staff around you. That's the, that's the whole problem there. It's not just the one guy. You embarrass your superiors, your fellow guys, and you look like a bunch of chumps. So I don't even understand what, what the hell happened to begin with. I thought it was really stupid, and uh, I thought the whole well, situation Jerry, was handled poorly. Poorly. Messiah Jerry should now sue them. He could. Like, hey, he you could. for slander. For, you know, they, they said that he shoved them, gave a concussion, when it wasn't true. Yeah. Yeah, he could. Uh, and that's the thing. Also, think about this. Those sto- those stories were out there. And that's the problem we have with these reports and stories. Like, how many times do we find, Gabe, we do this every day, report, report, report. Well, the report was wrong. He didn't do this. So, yeah, that's the thing. So, basically, and now today you do these things. You're guilty before innocent. You get your name slapped, slapped all over the place like you're some kind of idiot. And you know what? And in the end, you're right and you're still wrong because the story was put out. Your already name and reputation was tarnished. And all you do after that is you, you have to you have to fight for to, to get your own you know reputation back when it when in, instead it was <laughs> you did nothing wrong in the first place. I'm with you. People sued for a hell of a lot less. So yeah, don't be. I wouldn't be surprised. I think you'll let it slide. But you know, if he does, the fact got a though, great case. The fact that they actually went along with this that like his boss didn't tell him, hey, so chill long. out, dude. Like because they knew exactly what happened. That. But like everything else. They only they only came clean when it turned out there's actually video of it, because you knew there was video. There was no way in hell. That's why I said at the time there was no way in hell there's not video of Masai hitting the guy if he hit the guy, but he never hit him. That's why there was no video of Masai hitting him. Exactly. But it turns out there is video of the cop shoving. <laughs> we haven't seen it of him. And yeah, the thing is, there was a bunch of witnesses too that were right there that said immediately after that Masai Jerry never hit anybody. Come on, Masai Jerry wasn't going to punch a cop in the face. I, I do believe that he mouthed off. I even said at the time, I think that he probably told the cop to F off or something like that. But, you know, it's just it's just comical that the cop made it all up. And now they're just quietly, oh, no, by the way, okay, no, 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 we'll, we'll move on now. Yeah, 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 yeah you'll, you'll move on now. All right, uh, Mike Blewett's on the radar. Hopefully we can get our uh, little, we got a little bit of video, little free video freeze uh, going on. Mr. Freeze. Yeah. Oh, we're all good. Freeze. We're all good. Freeze. Okay. Game time decisions continues. 
From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. What is I and uh, Williamson going to lead uh, New Orleans? It hasn't played a damn game yet. Talking about uh, leaving New Orleans. They think you can let the kid play a game. Uh, but uh, that's that's the era we're in. It's the dog days uh, of summer. And uh, I don't know why I got, like, choppy video uh, today. We'll try, to, uh, we'll try to figure it out. We bring in uh, Mike Blewett uh, right now to join us. What's going on, Mike? What's going on, guys? Um... A week ago, we were celebrating the Toronto Raptors winning the World Championship, and this week we can celebrate six Canadians getting drafted in the NBA draft. It's been a hell of a week for Canadian basketball. Yes, it has. And there's the FIBA World Cup of Basketball coming up, Olympic qualifications uh, this August, late August into September in China. Seven, uh, seven Olympic spots up for grabs. 32 nations uh, are there. And, and, you know, Canada, this is going to be Canada's deepest team yet uh, that they've had. They've never put on, on the court. Team Canada's never had a full roster of NBA players before. And, and right now, if you look at their starting five, Jamal Murray and Corey Joseph are the guards. Um, Andrew Wiggins and R.J. Barrett, you know, you, you know whatever, shooting forward, shooting guards, et cetera. And then uh, Tristan Thompson and uh, Kelly Olnick. Um, and they're a little bit deeper as well. They've got a lot of guards, actually, uh, in Canada. The thing is, there's some pretty deep countries, man. You know, it's it's not going to be easy. But the way that the spots are broken up, it's broken up geographically. You know what I mean? So it's not like there's just seven random spots. There's, like, Philippines and China are there. There's one spot available. Um, there's, like, two spots for Europe. Um, but the fact that Canada's in the same group with the USA, coming from the same region, puts them in a tough spot. Uh, but they got a puncher's chance. I think it'd be a disappointment if they didn't make it to the Olympics, at least uh, this time around. And, of course, Nick Nurse will be the head coach of Team Canada. Coach. That's a good thing. World championship winning coach. And I should add, he's not yeah, Canadian. Just, no, but he's, uh, you could call him, what do you, what do you call him, Gabe? Uh, technically, it almost feels like he's Canadian. He's uh, oh, been do, doing yeah. a lot of stuff for Basketball Canada. Yeah, now now it's almost like to- totally official. And uh, speaking of Canada, they just missed a penalty shot. Big save by the Swede. One nothing. Miss Swede penalty Canada shot. missing a penalty. Uh, that's what I'd like to know. But that Swedish goaltender really dove. But uh, not the best effort. Got to tuck it in the corner a little bit more. Telegraphed it a little bit. One nothing Sweden into the 71st minute. It's sort of like uh, it's sort of like Ernie Witt. Ernie Witt just sort of became honorary. He was the Kennedy. Ernie Witt. I love Ernie Witt. What a great guy. Yeah. You know, Mike, As a kid, I met no one, Ernie Witt. Yeah, he's amazing. No one wanted to manage the Team Canada baseball team. Somehow Ernie Witt did it. Like, it like, <laughs> Ernie Witt yeah, became the face. He was the, you know, the skip. 
Like Warren Cromartie yeah. and Bobby Valentine basically became honorary um, members of Japanese culture for playing over yes. there for so long. That's right. That's yes. right. Mike. Yes. Good call. Good yes. Call. Yes. Yes. They did. Uh, I know you wanted Cromartie shout out. I know you guys need one. Do you know what his nickname is? I don't remember. The Crow. The Cromartie. Ah, 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 I thought there was, yeah, thought there was another one. Yeah, the hawk the crow. and the crow. Yeah, Andre yeah, Dawson the was the hawk. Crow? Yeah, a lot of birds. Birds. El- Ellis Valentine. I don't know. He didn't have a nickname. He had a good arm. Yeah, he had, 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 had a good arm. He had pretty powerful nostrils, too. Yeah. Useful for other useful for other yeah, yeah. off field items. <laughs> no, no, he he, 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 he admits that. Yeah, it's not the secret. Line. <laughs> that, that one went over Cam's head. Yeah, I'd say he had powerful arm and nostril. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and nostril, yeah. I got it. Uh, hey, hey, you go. So, uh, so Mike, what? Uh, I know you're. Uh, I know you're tight. Uh, you and your buddies, Philadelphia 76ers. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I won't let that go. Um, I know you. Won't. You won't let it go. Who are you a fan of, though? Are you a Knicks fan? Yeah. Yeah. So. I'm obviously hoping the KD thing happens just because I don't really know what else the plan would be because if it ends up as something like, well, Kyrie shifted from Brooklyn to New York and they're going to move forward with Kyrie, that that would be a problem for me, I think. You want Kyrie Irving? No. I'm saying if it ended up being like a Kyrie-only scenario. Look, I'm I'm a Knicks fan. They've had I, I heard some, Frank Isola drop this stat. In the last 18 years, the Knicks had the worst record in the NBA. I knew it was bad. I don't even think I knew it was that bad. So I didn't suspect that they were ever going to win the lottery to get Zion. So they ended up with R.J. Barrett, completely happy with it. But now I'm so beaten down that I'm not thinking they're going to get the two max players that we've been sold for the last couple of years. It doesn't both have to happen this year, but I would like it to be KD to be one of those guys. But one thing – and even from Nick fans, I've taken calls from or spoken to. They're like, "Oh, we missed out on all the free agents," and I'm like, "Free agency hasn't started yet." <laughs> like, right. That's like right. People are in like instant panic mode all the time about it. It's like, chill out. Like, a lot of players out there. The Knicks seem to know what they're be knowing what they're. You know, they're going in the right direction uh, right now. I think there'll be a free agent or two signing. So, and Kyrie Irving. And, you know, there was talk, are they a package deal and blah, 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 and all that type of stuff. I don't think they are. I think Kyrie Irving, listen, the Knicks would like to get Kyrie Irving. He's a high-profile player. And I don't know where Kyrie Irving is going to be happy. He wasn't happy in Cleveland when they won a championship. He wasn't happy in Boston. The guy's calling talk shows under a fake name, guys, last week. I don't know why this isn't a bigger story. (laughs) That's a great story. (laughs) I don't know why it's not a bigger story. Oh, it should be huge. I'll play it. I'll play it. Here, we, we'll get this going. I'm going to, you know, I'll, I'm going to get this to Yang here. Uh, give me a minute here. I'll get it again. Dude, he called in to defend Kyrie Irving. He basically stated, you know, you're going to regret Boston. Boston, we're going to regret when Kyrie Irving's not here anymore. He's a once-in-a-lifetime player. It was him. Like, he's a nut job. Like, it's, I don't want any part of, like, you know, the Brooklyn Nets have a good thing going. They had a good thing going. The Brooklyn Nets don't need Kyrie Irving. Their guard play is fine. They have Spencer Dinwiddie and DeAndre Russell. They're fine. And they Russell need a power a year, and he's four years younger. Yeah, go 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 sign Julius Randle. Knee issue. 
Sign Julius Randle if you're the Brooklyn Nets. But if you're the Knicks, let me ask you then. You still sign Kevin Durant. You still offer him the max deal. You do, yes. Yeah. And you know, you show that. loyalty and goodwill and tell him, yeah, we're going to pay you $40 million not to play this year. And you're able to market him. You've got R.J. Barrett on the court. You can slap KD's face up on the side of the building. Um, and, and then people really, you know, step by step, um, you know, that, that, that's what you, you know, that, that's, that's the way you have to go here. But the season win total cam for the Knicks, 29 and a half, 29 and a half. Now, that's instinctively, that's it feels like, wow, they could win 30 games. And like Mike said, like kind of surprised him. <laughs> To find out they've been the worst team in the league for the last 18 years. I didn't even know off the top of my head how many games they won this year. Because I said, how many games did they win this year? Like 24, 22, 23? 17. They won 17 games. Eight. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. 18. 17. Wow. Brutal. It's a 13-game improvement we're looking for. It's pretty high. <laughs> that is. What do you did think, You guys Mike? also. Yeah. But they were tanking. Yes. And they add R.J. Barrett. And you know they're going to add some other. 12, 13 more. And you know this, Cam. We saw it. I got to tell you, Fisdale was a genius at losing games. Like, it was actually frustrating if you ever bet on the Knicks. Because they were in every game until there was like five minutes left. And then he just sort exactly. of. Exactly. Yeah, I'm going to pull this guy. Yeah. I'm going to put the kid in. Like, yeah. he really did what Dolan wanted him to do, Mike. Like, he. He did a good job of competing and then sort of not. And I know it's pissing people off, but now you got R.J. He Barrett. He got everybody out, minutes. Right? He yeah. got the people minutes, Gabe, and then still wasn't winning games. <laughs> yeah, he, did, he basically it's did it the right way. You're trying it to didn't do look that. brutal. It didn't look brutal doing it. You know what I mean? I collapse at the end. Yeah, like stuff like Sixers that fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Like when the Sixers did it, they had notable it was really obvious that it didn't matter how many minutes you were playing the best players on those teams. They didn't have enough depth of talent to compete at the NBA level. So they, that's why they were so easily losing games. Everybody on the team was under 24 years old. So when the Sixers did it, it did look uh, much more brutal. Did you guys see um, the report today? About uh, Jordan, uh, the the Nets exploring signing DeAndre Jordan to entice Katie. Yeah, Katie's not going oh go to go. Oh my God! But the story—it's another—that's another story that's out there. Oh, you know, it's just reports, reports. He's the worst reports. player in the NBA. Like DeAndre Jordan, like that's like what the hell are the Nets? What are the Nets doing? The Nets like did this. The Nets got good on a team effort. Why don't like who's like why don't they just sign Dwight Howard too while they're at it? Yeah, why do you make a team of Kyrie, DeAndre Jordan, and just destroy everything you killed? Man, I I don't you know, I don't even know what to say, man, about the Brooklyn Nets. You know, like anyways, I'm on the Maple Mamba's bandwagon now. Like I'm with Yang. Maple Mamba, baby. <laughs> Maple Mamba, baby. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm laying it down. Uh, plus, uh, plus, plus 450. Uh, FanDuel has it a plus 550 now. Rookie of the year. Figure like if this, you know, now, Mike, I'm part of the New York hype machine. We're going to try to like really push for MVP, you know? 
So, so who do you think, which domino is more important to fall in terms of how the rest of the league shakes out, Kawhi or KD? Kawhi Leonard, because he's, he's healthy to play right now. And if Kawhi Leonard goes back to Toronto, you got to beat Toronto next year. Kawhi Leonard leaves, yeah. the Toronto Raptors, you know, are just another team in the East Southern. Game time decisions continue. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening up a sports wager account with FanDuel, New Jersey's best sports book and largest. Go to FanDuel.com slash grit and you'll receive a free bet up to 500 bucks. That's a free bet up to 500 bucks when you open up a sports wager account at FanDuel.com slash grit. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grit, open up a new account and claim your free $500 wager today. Gambling problem? Call one 800 Gambler, 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See the website for all details. Uh, thank you very much, Cam Stewart. All right, we've got uh, Mike uh, Mike Blewett uh, yep. with us. We was talking a little bit about uh, the New York Knicks and the win total at uh, 29 and a half. Uh, R.J. Barrett, and of course, R.J. Barrett and Zion Williamson, uh, Mike, will go uh, head-to-head uh, NBA Summer League uh, first uh uh, first game of the summer league is actually the Knicks and the Pelicans. And it really is amazing. You know, the NBA does a great job <laughs> of just keeping people interested, you know, from the finals yeah. uh, right into the, to the draft. Uh, boom, free agency uh, next week. We're now seven days away. So I believe next Monday is actually July 1st. Um, yes. So next Sunday night, all hell's going to break loose. Monday is going to be crazy. Going to be a ton of news to talk about. And then boom. Four days later, oh, yeah, the Vegas Summer League starts, uh, which is it just keeps on getting bigger and bigger uh, every year. I think, it, you know, like, you know, the NFL is still bigger when it comes to the finances of it. But uh, let's be real. The NBA has become the uh, sort of the hippest and most talked about league. Yeah. And, you know, it's look, part of it is by just by the way the schedule falls, but it's also smart in order to pack all of these events into it simply because the one time the NFL is quiet sort of June into July is when the NBA is at its most active. So uh, NBA Twitter is strong, talk shows, everything else. It is the number one piece of news on everybody's mind because there's obviously there's such dynamic changes in the power structure of the teams in the league. Mike Blewett uh, with us. So speaking of which, actually, we'll switch gears. The NFL can't wait as much as I love basketball. Football is around the corner uh, as well. And I saw an incredible stat today, uh, guys, which actually, once again, blew my mind. I was like, really? Wow. So, you know, like we always have, the, there's always a the story. Well, you can go from worst to first in a National Football League. Did you know yeah. that there's been a team that's gone worst to first in 15 of the last 16 seasons? 
It's pretty consistent. Yep. It really it's is. Yeah, 15 and say, yeah, 15 and a one. Usually, I'd, I'd say that's pretty consistent. NFL, uh, <laughs> NFC South too, Gabe. It always that division's yeah, always the weird a big one. one. It's always worse the first in that division. So, so I don't know. Essentially, a team that was in last place last year will win a division this year. Yeah, it, 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 it would, seems like it's a leap of faith, it seems. But it's happened 15 out of the last 16 years. Your best bet for me, your best bet on this date would be Jacksonville. And that's not a very good bet to me. I don't All right, so th- th- these are the last place teams. Arizona. Is no. Arizona going from worst to first with Kyler Murray uh, this year? Nope. No, no. All right, this next one, but their damn schedule. They screwed them. They don't play a home game for two months. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Bucks were 5-11 no and 11 last year. They can't go from worst to first not playing at home for two months. I don't know why the schedule maker did this to them, but they did. Right. And they literally, like, they play... They play like September week two at 22nd. home. I did this yesterday on the show. September 22nd, okay. they host the Giants, and they don't play again until I think November 7th is the, the next date, is their next home game. Oh, yeah, and they go they to play London. A home in game too. in London. Right. <laughs> yeah, they're done. They're only home they're, games they're, in London. All right, what about the Detroit Lions? The Lions never win. They're not winning the division. The Lions are they're not with Matt Patricia. They're not. All right. Do given, given the options, you, you could probably talk me into that, but I, I still would say no on the Lions. The Giants, no way. I think they're one of the three or four. If Chip worst Caldwell was the football. coach of the Lions, still, I could buy in and say they got a chance. But the players hate Patricia. Patricia's a bozo. They're worse. Like they got worse under him. Like it, uh, I don't know how many of these stooge New England Patriot assistants teams need to hire before they figure it out. And think, you know what? Is Patricia that good, or is he just next to Belichick? Um, yeah. What about next the New York Giants? Any hope in hell the Giants would know? <laughs> no, no, no. That might be the worst bet. It's not happening. What are the Raiders? Nah, that's that's not nope. happening. It's not happening this year, Gabe. It's good stats, but not this year. Cincinnati, Cincinnati Bengals were the last place team. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Cam's laughing. <laughs> <laughs> the Bengals? Come on. <laughs> You got a real laugh out of the Bengals, Cam. I sure did. I, I got nothing personally against them. You know, the Red Rocket and A.J. Green. I got to tell you something, though. If I can make a bet, I think they're going to be the worst team in the NFL this year, them or Miami. Uh, NBA two teams, it's them. Cincinnati sucks. Right. The New York Jets were actually the last place team in the AFC East. They're, they improved, but they got to beat New England. That's the one that ruins that party. I'm actually with. I'm with Mike, and I'm not saying I like Jacksonville to win this division, but 15 of the last 16 seasons, the team has gone from worst to first in a National Football League. And I think you're right. You're you're bang on, Mike. If I'm looking at this, Jacksonville is the only team that I can say you can make a legitimate argument for. For like football and say, yeah, all these other teams are reaches. Jacksonville's not really a reach. Yeah. Except I think the Colts are going to win that division, and I think they, top to bottom, they're a better team than Jacksonville. I just think that Jack, that division is going to be highly competitive, and if Jacksonville yeah. played their best football, they could maybe win the division at 10-6. and six. 
is all. I'm yeah, saying. but I don't know. Beat up I don't know if they're better than any of these teams. I and in fact, me personally, I don't, I don't think, they, think are. they are. I think these I other think three are teams either. are better than Jack. I don't trust Jacksonville, and I don't like. They still have Leonard Fournette. I thought they were going to do this big makeover. There's no big makeover. Yeah. It wasn't all Blake Bortles' yeah. fault. You know, so you drop Nick Foles in. Nick Foles was great in the Philadelphia system. I, me and Cam agree on this. We don't think Nick Foles is like some savior for Jacksonville, Mike. I don't think he is either. I I, I think it's it's an upgrade, and they had to spend that money. It, it, it made sense for them to do that. They're not going bankrupt because they paid him a bunch of money. They got a starting quarterback on the free agency market and a team that is still built for win now. I don't think it's good enough to win now, but it's still built for win now. So developing a quarterback in there would have made less sense than actually uh, going after an established free agent. It's yeah, one I, of don't few, I don't know. I don't know. It's one of the few instances where I can sign off on it. I was going to say, really? I mean, aren't we in an era right now in which we see Mahomes successful out of the gate? Um, you know, like you could, you know, I guess they didn't like Haskins. You know, at some point you move on. I get it. I really listen. I, Nick Foles will be good, but I think he was a product. Right? I think he was a product of Doug Peterson. I think he was just a product of the system, the right place at the right time, as the backup. You know, the backup quarterback's always the most popular guy in town until he's the yeah, starter. Yeah, until he's the that's starter. True. Yeah, but interesting. Fifteen and one, man. Wow. Detroit, Detroit, I don't buy either, but they're the only other ones that I could envision a scenario. Like if the Packers' new coach experiment doesn't work out and Kirk Cousins remains Kirk Cousins and they go 9-7 again. Pop Brady gets hurt. Pop Brady gets hurt. Oh, then the party. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Then it's on. That's it. But would the Jets win it? (laughs) Maybe Buffalo. But you think the Jets would win, not the Bills? Mm, Bills. But it's tough. Both I don't have I don't have the Bills like ranked that much ahead of the Jets. Jets are pretty good. I think the Bills are a little better. Fact is the Dolphins were better than the the the, the, the Jets and the Bills last year. They had a seven and nine record. That, that's not happening. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah, but they no, they also I mean they lost they lost their last three. The last win was that miracle against New England. They did beat the Bills in week 13, but I don't know. Seven and nine was a shaky seven and nine at that. What? Uh, I say it doesn't what, what happen. Video, That's my call. What audio was I supposed to get earlier? I said, oh, I'm going to get the audio for Mike. Oh, uh, yeah, you said. Kyrie. Of, uh, Kyrie pretending Kyrie Irving, not to be Kyrie. Uh, faking his, oh, yeah, calling into a radio yeah, show. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not yeah, yeah, yeah. Kyrie, but you better be nice to Kyrie. Yeah, yeah, get ready, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, call uh, uh, talk show. Yeah, get ready. You're going to send this in here. Uh, I also want to play a little video, a little audio. We'll play a little audio later, actually, of uh, O.J. Simpson talking fantasy football. Oh, boy. And oh, boy. I got to tell you, the yeah. juice, uh, he's, he's on top of things. He's pretty good. 
He says he's got some asses to kick, too. A lot of uh, interesting cryptic statements from the evening, Jews. Evening out to do yeah, e- yeah, evening up, meaning, okay, well. He's coming for I you. don't know. You talk a lot of I don't want to, about him. If I was like Jews, I'd, be, I'd be scared right now, buddy. Even <laughs> Evening up doesn't mean a, an old uh, pat on the back. You better, you better find a safe house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Craziness. You gotta All love right, here, OJ. Here, here, check the other Gmail email uh, chat, uh, Yang. We just sent the uh, we sent you the Kyrie phone call here. We'll, we'll get this up. Thank you, thank you. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's pretty pathetic. Like, and think Kevin Durant's like that too. I don't know what the hell like, Kyrie's deal is. Like, like, it makes you wonder if New York is the place. Uh, New New York is the place uh, for him. So uh, Kawhi Leonard not the place for him based on that. It's specifically Kevin, not. Where the place is the place him. then? So Cleveland wasn't the place. Boston's not the place. You know, is Brooklyn the place? Maybe because there isn't really a huge built-in fan. There's less. There's less press pressure on being on the Nets than there is the Knicks, without a doubt. You'd yeah. agree with that. That's right. Yeah, roll the tape there's here. Here's Kyrie, hearts, but there's not a lot. There's Kyrie. Uh, Mikey and Waltham. Mikey. Mikey. Hey, um, so I was just calling in saying that with such a rare talent like Kyrie, it's such a shame that the the fans didn't welcome welcome him in more. Um, talents like those are so rare, they don't come by fast. And I think it serves us right that now he's gone and look at what we're left with. There he is. Um, that confirmed so him. I was just calling in yeah. saying that. Yeah, 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 that's really him. unbelievable. That's amazing. Yeah, he said it very. Like, he actually really sold it too. Like he didn't go wild or anything. Kind of calm. Like, yeah, it's very, very, very sneaky. Very sneaky, Kyrie. What about Milwaukee? Go on, I remember there, like nice there was a White Sox relief pitcher. There was a White Sox relief pitcher one time years ago that did something like that. He had blown a save and he was just getting hammered on sports radio and he called in and the host was that Bobby Jets? Uh, good question. Might have been. I remember Bob B. Jenks. But the host flushed yeah. him out on the call. And he's like, yeah, this is him. Amazing. <laughs> Called in to defend great. himself. And then the host flushed him out on the call. And he admitted that it was him. And they got into a conversation. A heated conversation, but a conversation nonetheless. I blew it. Uh, when I was the uh, the host of the Expos postgame show, I was telling people I got Brian Schneider coming up. My stupid operator uh, kid puts some collar in. It's Brian Schneider. I'm like, congratulations, Brian. You hit the home run. He's like, thanks, Gabe. I'm like, this is Brian Schneider. I was so slick. I just said we lost Brian Schneider, but I got the real one on after. All right, thanks for the time, Mike. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. All right, let's roll. Level one uh, winding down. 
Game Time Visions, Red Heat Rage uh, Radio. We'll do a Major League Baseball uh, market uh, watch. Uh, thanks to Mike Blewett uh, for joining us on the program. Interesting, as we uh, as we talked about, 15 of the last 16 years, a team has gone from worst to first in the National Football League. And, you know, it's it, it's tough, Cam. I mean, you look at every one of these teams, they're all last-place teams, so it's hard to have faith. But I, I guess the argument would be that Jacksonville would be the best one or the one that would have the, the best opportunity, even though that division's the toughest division in football. Like, they're, they're just all going to beat each other on a weekly basis. They're, they're those That division, very, very, very evenly matched. I mean, the Houston Texans could be really good, but O'Brien gets in their way. The Indianapolis Colts are very good. I, you know, I think the Colts have the most upside right now in, in that division. Frank Reich in his second year as a head coach, he'll have more, uh, you know, more experience under his belt right now. You know, don't forget, Andrew Luck was just coming back from injury last year as well. I mean, it was really just an accomplishment that he didn't get hurt. That was the big plan last year. Let's see if Luck can get through a year and that sort of build. But you and I both know the GM there, uh, Ballard in, in Indy, has done a nice job the last two years since he's been there Perhaps. building the team. Much more physical. They used to be kind of soft defensive. They're not anymore. They're getting more physical. But to me, Cam, I've just seen it too many times. And we saw it last year. They, they, they fall apart in cold weather on the road to playoffs every time. And Luck's been around long enough. I've seen him do it four or five times. If the Indianapolis Colts get home field advantage, yeah, they get home field advantage, they can go to the Super Bowl. They have to go on the road and then play the Chargers, they can win. They have to go to Foxborough, they won't win. They can't win. They lose. They never do. He sucks to the Colts. He does. His delivery's different in the Colts. It's improving. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Update breaking news Mets manager Mickey Calloway and pitcher Jason Vargas have been fined for an altercation with a reporter following Sunday's game. They talked about it today. Neither guy is going to be sent, suspended by the Mets GM Brody Van, Van Wieger, but uh, expect him not to receive any further discipline for Major League Baseball, but they will be fined by the team. A trade in the NBA today, Gabe mentioned earlier, the Portland Trailblazers trading guard Evan Turner to the Atlanta Hawks for wingman Kent Bazemore. Both players signed a four-year, $70 million deal in the infamous 2016 offseason when the new national broadcast deal caused the salary cap to skyrocket. In an attempt to entice Kevin Durant, the Brooklyn Nets are exploring the feasibility of signing his close friend DeAndre Jordan. That source is telling Mark Stein of the New York Times. Jordan is an unrestricted free agent and was acquired midseason by the Dallas Mavericks and the Chris Tapps Porzingis blockbuster deal. The 30-year-old three-time All-Star averaged just under 11 points with 11.4 boards per contest in 19 games with the Knicks. The Knicks also been fined 50K for violating the NBA rules regarding equal access to media. The Knicks barring journalists from the New York Daily News from attending Friday's press conference uh, introducing the number three overall pick, uh, R.J. Barrett from Duke. The team has agreed to comply with the league rules regarding media access this according to the NBA. NBA awards tonight, lots of huge favorites. You can't even parlay them. 
Giannis, the Greek freak, minus 3,000 to be MVP. James Harden clocks in at plus 450. Paul George, 45 to 1. Luka Doncic of the Mavs, 30, uh, minus 3,500 to be rookie of the year. Pascal Siakam of the Raptors, minus 2,000 to be most improved. Mike Budenholzer of the Bucks, minus 1,600 coach of the year. The closest race in terms of odds, defensive player of the year, Rodeo Gobert of Utah is the favorite, minus 350. Giannis plus 350. And Paul George, he's the third choice at 10 to 1. We're in Women's World Cup of Soccer now. This one is a final. The tourney favorite, United States beating Spain 2 to 1 to advance to the quarters. Captain Megan Rapinoe scored both goals on penalty kicks for the States in a great game against Spain. Spain is done. USA advances, and they will meet the host from France in the quarterfinals June 28th. Canada and Sweden. Sweden with the lone goal of the game. This one stays under the number. This is just a final. Sweden defeating Canada 1-0. The Swedes move on to the Elite Eight. Canada is finished for the tournament. Shohani, Shohai Otani says he's up for the home run derby if the MLB wants him there. The Los Angeles Angels phenom hasn't been formally invited to participate, but Otani has gone on record saying he wants to compete in the marquee event. So far, no hitter confirming to the home run derby, but reports indicate Toronto Blue Jays slugger Vladimir Guerrero Jr. has committed to compete. MLB scheduled for tonight. We got a pair at 7.05. Toronto and the Yankees. Yankees minus 270. Sanchez and Sabathia, total 11. The Mets at Philly. Philly's ice cold, but laying 30 cents tonight. Total 10. Mats and Eflin. Two more at 7.10. White Sox and Red Sox. Red Sox minus 189. Giolito versus Rodriguez. KC at Cleveland. The Indians minus 180. 10. Keller versus Plutko. 8.05 action. We've got Atlanta and the Cubs. Cubs laying 35 cents. 11.5, Tehran versus Leicester. 9.40, great pitching in this one. Kershaw versus Greinke. Dodgers minus 135 at Arizona. Keto Marte back for the Snakes, too. Dodgers, first team in MLB history. Have three rookies hit walk-off home runs in three straight games. They're on fire. And in 10.05, Colorado minus 20 cents at San Francisco. 7.5, Gray and Pomerantz. It's also the championship final game one of the College Baseball World Series tonight from Omaha. Game one, Michigan from the Big Ten versus SEC Power Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt, minus 210, total 8.5 in this game. Italy will host the 2026 Olympics in Milan, and Cortina taking the winter games to the country for the second time in under 20 years. The IOC voted the Italian bid over Sweden's bid, who has never hosted a winter games in their history. Italy last hosted the winter games in Torino in 2016. Copa Americana soccer tonight. Chile versus Uruguay. Ecuador taking on Japan. Both games, 7 o'clock starts. NHL, the Flyers of Inc. defenseman Travis Sanheim to a two-year, $6.5 million deal. He was pretty solid at nine goals, 35 points in 82 games in his sophomore season. The Phoenix Coyotes have met with Joe Pavelski's agent, Dan Plant. Pavelski, now 34 years old, is a repenting free agent and is reportedly not close on a contract extension with the San Jose Sharks. He had 38 goals last season and has hit the 35-goal mark in four of last six years in San Jose. Arizona ranking 27th in scoring last year. They need help there. And Raptors coach Nick Nurse has been named head coach of Team Canada's national basketball team for the upcoming FIBA Basketball World Cup. The agreement runs through the 2020 Olympics. Should Canada qualify via a top finish at the World Cup tournament? So stick around, everybody. Hour one is in the books. I'd like to thank Mike Blewett for dropping by. Next day, this hour, we got our buddy Ricky Sanders to talk a little baseball, DFS, and a whole lot more. Soccer, baseball, bets, and everything in between. Stick around. Hour two of Red Heat and Rage Radio coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. All right. 
Let's roll level two. King is shuffling the deck uh, today. We're all shuffling the deck. We've restarted, rebooted, commercial banks in between. Sometimes, uh, you know, there's a saying, uh, Yang. I heard this from Steven Tyler, the singer of Aerosmith. He said, sometimes you're the bird, sometimes you're the statue. True. I'm <laughs> today we're the statue. One, yeah, we're the statues today, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Today we're the statue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We're the statue. Hey, is this the, the other week, too, flying. man? Like, they're we... flying over us, and they're just dropping They're dropping bombs on yeah, our head. Big, big bombs, <laughs> and they're hitting today. They're, hey, they're, hey, they're hey, just are, just last week, on. too, right? Like, you know, like we do uh, the, the, the top of the V's, like, every 40 past the hour, right? So, like, you know, sometimes, you know, Cam sounding like he's a little annoyed. Like, yeah, yeah Yang, I got this. Yeah, Yang, I got this. I know. <laughs> right? So, like, one day... Matt's over here like, hey, let Cam know he got to read. And I said, no, nah, I'm not going to do that. Cam knows and shit. You know, he's like, nah, let him know. So we come back from the raid, and Cam missed it, buddy. Cam missed it. Hanging me out Swinging to dry, Yang. It's good stuff. It's wow. all right, though, yeah, buddy. Well. We make mistakes, man. We gotta... <laughs> oh, wow. Look at oh, this. No, but you know what? I, mean, I also, actually I, had some you know, faith no, no, in it. No, 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 me no, no, lunch, no, 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 I'm not going to read the same spot after he reads it. That's why I mix it up. You get my drift? Gotcha, buddy. That's what I tried to say, but they didn't want to hear that. They I'm said, pay that up. They said, pay that up, yeah. buddy. Wow, Gabe, uh, Yang really uh, threw one at me there. Ah, you know, come on, buddy. I thought that was funny, though. Because <laughs> we was over oh, here cracking up. I was like, oh, shit. I, you know, like, I, uh, I, I, enjoyed, I enjoyed your text message. I lost a bet. I lost a lunch bet. You missed your. <laughs> you know what this is? <laughs> This is the equivalent of, like, you know, we, we talk about you being a pitcher, Yang, and you giving up hits and stuff and runs. Now you're bashing management in the media. <laughs> you're ripping teammates <laughs> in the media. <laughs> like, Come on, buddy. It's like, after all this, we defended this guy. Now he's ripping the team, Cam. Well, you know, Cam right. dropped the ball out there in center field, you know. Like, you know, we, we warned him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, nah, it wasn't like that, man. But I love you guys. Wow. You know, yeah, big mistake, tough, actually, buddy. Tough, yeah. tough crowd, tough crowd. Yeah, you know, they got thick skin. It's, gonna, it's okay. It's okay. Here, come back. Yeah, here, come back. <laughs> oh, you. Now he better be really on hey, his game. Hey, wait till I get a picture of Jesse <laughs> Lapine. Well, we we over here trying to track him down and see what he really looks like. Oh, yeah. so we're going to get him back, yeah, baby. Uh, uh, he's got one of me. He's got one of me. Yeah, screw it up. That's, that's the next guess. Wow. Yeah, Tessie Lapine. Lapine under investigation, baby. Looking to get your image. You know, payback's coming, Yang. <laughs> From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your Daily Roto package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Radio Network. I have my Gabriel Bretzky throwing it down to Raging Redhead. Cam Stewart. Um, all right, let's get into some baseball uh, talk here, Cam, and yeah. uh, talk with our boy Martino, uh, who's a big baseball guy uh, working on a uh, Mariana Rivera documentary. 
uh, right now. He's got nice. all access, actually. He's a family friend. It's great stuff. Um, so, yeah, big controversy yesterday here in New York, Cam, is Mickey Calloway uh, told Love a reporter it. to get the F out of the clubhouse after. Yep. The reporter sort of yep. lingered around after and then uh, made eye contact with uh, Jason Vargas. And uh, Vargas told him, I'll knock you the F out, bro. And uh, <laughs> I like Vargas. And, yeah, yeah, and the Mets, He's having the, Mets had to, the Mets had to apologize. And they're like, you know, like Callaway and Vargas, even though they didn't mean it, you could tell. But the Mets, the Mets released a statement. It's unacceptable to threaten violence on reporters and all that type of stuff. But. You know, hearing the story, Cam, and I don't know, I can go over it detail for detail here, but as somebody that's been in these rooms before, dude, you know, man, yep. players are just waiting to explode on the media, right? Like, it's, it's sure very are. in there. And you know, dude, this is New York in the Mets. It's a toxic room, bro, right? So I'm with you. I, the, the guy I from agree. Newsday knows that it's a toxic He's baiting room. them. And, He's yes, baiting them. I think he baited them, bro. If, if the manager been, tells you to get the F out, yep. you just no, leave. Get the F out. You, yeah. you put it in your story even. Yeah, I got into yep, it and he exactly. kicked me out. And you go back tomorrow and you do your job again. But you sort yep. of linger. And he said, oh, I just said I'll see you tomorrow. You don't say anything. You're not on the team. Like this stuff like – and even Ken Rosenthal, who's like, you know, these guys like the president of the Baseball Writers Association. He was like, yep. guy, a big win. Even he said, you know, I wasn't there, but – if you're a reporter, you got to learn to keep your head down. And I can get it. Okay, you got into it with the manager. It happens. I've seen it before. Hell, I, I got into it with players. Like, it explodes fast. Yep. But you, you pour, you know, you get out of there. You don't, like, and he even said that, you know, for about 45 seconds, Vargas was glaring at him. So if you knew that Vargas was glaring at you and he said, do you have something to say to me? What the hell is that? Like you're challenging Vargas in a room in front of his teammates and stuff. Like, you know, I listen, I wasn't there, so it's hard for me to completely judge. But the way I see it is, I think the guy was out of line. I think he was provoking Callaway and Vargas personally. I agree uh, 100%. I'll tell you one thing. You said it. Um, you know, we've been there. I've, it's happened to me uh, in the Blue Jays clubhouse when I was nervous. Jim Fergosi, I thought I was going to knock my teeth out. It was partly my fault. You know, when I was nervous and I was bothering Carlos Delgado and I'll be the first guy to tell you, I was also a nervous kid uh, doing my first um, hits down at the dome. You know what I mean? And it's one of those things uh, you're not used to it. Then you get to go on and beat happened with the Leafs before too. Uh, Pat Quinn got angry at me once and then he apologized for it afterwards. It's going to happen. You know, sometimes you take too long with a guy, but you know what? Jason Vargas is pitching his ass off. He's been the best guy on the Mets and, and that makes me like him even more. He's defending his manager. He wants to say, you want to come at me? And I don't know if this is a, you're there, Gabe, in the hotbed in New York. Look at the Knicks. Find $50,000 today because of the R.J. Barrett press conference. They didn't invite certain guys in. It seems to be a problem where, you know, a lot of these beat writers here, they like to stir it up with people. So, uh, yeah, I'm with you. I got to be honest. I'm going to defend the the player and manager manager in this one. I will, too. I'm going to take Callaway and Vargas here, but. The New York Knicks situation is a little bit different in that. It is. You've been there, too. You know what's going they, on. They, they bar, they're barring the New York Daily News, like, fully. Correct. Covering the team, essentially, because they don't like the beat writer. Uh-huh. Now, the New York Daily News has, has taken a pretty far camp. 
at times. You know, like like honestly, like the Knicks get called out. Like basically, there was a, there's a there's a uh, there's a host on WFAN, uh, you know, on the, in New York, and mm-hmm. uh, Maggie Gray. She said uh, she said like the Knicks are terrible, and you know, she was talking about like the allegations of like sexual harassment in the workplace there, and she said she doesn't care. She wouldn't step foot in MSG if you paid her, and she literally said. Dolan can take MSG and shove it up his ass. He then banned her. And then they got called out for banning her. They're like, oh, he's so sensitive. It's like she said to shove it up his ass. I got to tell you, if I said, like, they take the ACC and shove it up your ass, Maple Leafs, I'm not getting in the building after camp. No, (laughs) you're not. You'll get get a hell of a lot for less than that. Yeah, I know. I've said less to anger them, all right? Like, so I have to. Now the New York Daily News, like they, they really, they have taken like big shots. Like they had an ad campaign, like about uh, Dolan should sell the team, but they, they, they plastered it on Subway's camp, right? Yeah. Like the Knicks freak. Like you know what I mean? Like the, the New York Daily News is provoked, but at the same point in time, there is freedom of the press. So I like that the Knicks hold press conferences, but they claim it's invite only. <laughs> so. Yeah, they basically best. said, be on the list. They said, no, no, <laughs> they said, no, he's not banned. They said it was an invite oh, only. And, you know, yeah. it was a miscommunication. It was a mistake. That exists. Yeah. But the thing is, if you're the Knicks, what the hell is 50K, Cam? Oh, like 50K is worth it to keep them out of the room. Thank <laughs> you. Say. I agree. It's not $50,000, not worth their trouble to deal with these turkeys. Right. So, no, it's a good story. And then they're like, oh, the NBA now says the Knicks tell the NBA they're going to cooperate. But I love the fact that they basically said we'll get screwed for 50K just to keep these people away. I like it. They're not. Oh, you're in the hotbed, Gabe. They're not, they're not going to cooperate. Yeah, they won't <laughs> cooperate. Like, they do this all the time. They, they don't care. Like, unless the NBA finds them, like, $5 million, it, Dolan doesn't care. Yeah. And, seriously, $50,000? You know what I mean? Like, uh, it's, it's, it's comical. <laughs> it's great. I like the, no, no, he wasn't banned. It was invite only, and he wasn't invited. Yeah, yeah that's right. No invitation. Sorry. Yeah. Tensions, tensions are high. Good move. Ten, yeah. Tensions are high uh, right now. Uh, a lot of talk about Kyrie Irving, of course, signing with the Brooklyn Nets. You have the Kevin Durant situation. I think New York Knicks fans are starting to get worried that Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving are both going to sign uh, with uh, with Brooklyn. I don't think that'll happen personally. I think that, that Kevin Durant will still end up being a Nick. You pay I like him. where you're going with it. Yeah, like that's the thing. You 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 have to remember something with this injury. He's gone for a year. You said it. Sometimes, you know, you talk about 50K, well, at 50K to 40 million, you're going to be sitting your ass down for a year, get healthy. We got R.J. Barrett, and in two years, we're going to start. Yeah, Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Then you start building at that point up to the pinnacle three years later, and you become a team with the young core and a good guy like Barrett. I'll tell you something. Hey, no panic. You said it. You're there. Don't hit the panic switch. And a lot of these people, these reports and all these things are saying, what has come to fruition yet? Nothing out of all these stories. And the best is the Bazemore deal. Nobody heard any whispers about any of these things are just going to happen. The reports are 90% wrong. So wait till July oh, yeah. 6th and we'll see where the cards fall. 
hey, man, I'm doing these updates. Half of these reports, if I write them all down, I go, this was report, report, report. So far, I'm thinking out of all the reports that I've seen, how many have been true, Gabe? I'm thinking less than two out of ten. I'm thinking. Two oh, out I of ten, three you. out of ten. I guarantee you next like. week. So like you said, July 6th is when they sign a deal. But July 1st is when, you know, they all come to the deal. Next Sunday night at midnight, Monday morning, it'll be bing, 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 one bing, after yeah, another. It's going to be nuts. Be, yeah, it's like but you're right. This is the NBA. There's going to be a couple of deals and players signing with teams, and we're going to go, holy and, wow. We didn't see that coming, right? It's, <laughs> what we, it's what we talked about. It's what we talked about with Kawhi. So, so last week we saw, okay, wow, he's going to the Clippers. Now they're the favorites, and all these things are happening. Today, what did you see? That New Balance billboard? Uh, tweeted by a Los Angeles Clippers beat writer instead of We the North or whatever. It's like the king of SoCal. No, 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 no. That wasn't New Balance. The North. That, that. that wasn't New Balance. Well, it, but it had a logo on the thing. Who no, Who did the Who did the billboard then? No, no, it, it was a been. mystery, mystery fan. Okay. People think it's Bomber no, and the Clippers. I'm not saying new. I'm not saying New Balance, like whatever. I'm just saying the picture of him had a logo on it with King of the yeah, North. Yeah, that was back. a fan. That okay. was a fan. That king of SoCal. That was a fan or a mystery. Yeah. No one knows who did it. And they had the license plate. That stuff happens there all the time in L.A. People are always wasting money on bills. He's not going to the Clippers. Like, I don't think, you know why he's not? I don't think he's that stupid. Why would anybody sign with the L.A. Clippers? The only reason he'd go there is family. That's it. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope. And type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. New York Mets taking on the Philadelphia Phillies. Philadelphia Philly team, they got swept by the Marlins uh, over the weekend. Phillies are brutal. Yeah, brutal. Uh, Minus uh, minus 128 favorites. Uh, Well, speaking of brutal... Uh, Stephen uh, Stephen Doormats is on the hill here tonight. No welcome mats, just the doormats. Yeah, I, the doormat. I'll tell you, F, Eflin's no prize either, man. That's uh, we'll, we'll see what happens in that matchup. Phillies are one and nine in their last ten baseball games now. Yeah, they've lost seven in a row. Uh, they're money burners. Uh, just horrible. No no clutch hitting in that team. That series versus the Marlins. Uh, no pitching. Gabe, their rotation is in big trouble too. Remember when we were on Nola? When we first started Red Heat and Rage back in the Morency Liberty Village studios, we both won the NOLA over-under yeah, yeah. wins wins bet. It was one of the best bets we made. It was over. That was two seasons ago. Gotten, that was two seasons ago. He has not got better. Pavetta's inconsistent. Eflin's not there. They have no starting pitching, this team. The Philadelphia Phillies are in big trouble, man. And I'll tell you, the Atlanta Braves are going to be running away with that division. And they spent a ton of money. Yeah, they spent a ton of money, Philadelphia. Harper, Harper's a decent player, but the amount of money he's making for what he's doing is insane. For people to even, like, me and Kurtz talked about it. Like, Trout, Mike Trout is in, like, another hemisphere, and then there's Harper, who's a good player, not even in the guy's league. He can't take the team on his back. 
And uh, they got too many yeah, guys. But it to almost goes to show, Kev, too. It almost goes to show that in baseball, it's not worth paying one of these guys. You can't win anyway. No, it's not. No, Look at the Dodgers. Not. The Dodgers have a ton of young guys and just, you know, prospects, and they draft well. And, yeah, they'll spend a little money, too, but. You know, you look at baseball. All right, you have some stud guy. There's a lot of stud guys on teams. Yep. They, you know yep. what I mean? You're right. Philadelphia probably would have been better off taking all that money in Harper and getting two good pitchers. Get two good pitchers yeah, with the money and get a serviceable outfielder. By the way, I'd like, the to thank your, I'd like to thank your Dodgers. They helped me out at a huge parlay yesterday that made Sunday great, making Sunday great again with the Dodgers. And they set a record. The only yeah. team, Gabe, the only team with three rookies to hit walk-offs. No, and this record, not in even a row. like it's happened like twice before. That's what I'm saying. No team's done it twice. They've done it How three do they times. Do it to Dodger. Every single, every, you know what it is? It's, every it's damn magic. year, bro. It's magic. No, but every damn it's year, magic. they just have these new kids out. Of, hey, the Seager kid's oh, not bad. Hey, Bellinger. Hey, look, Peterson. Sure, like, I know. Dude, these guys, like they've, the most rookie of the year is by far the Dodgers. Another thing about Bellinger, that was the best. The girl goes, listen, I love you all. It was funny, but no hugs. You know, the young girl comes on the field. She wants a hug from Bellinger. Well, who wouldn't? Because the guy's a stud. He's one of the best players in baseball. And, Gabe, it's something about baseball in comparison to other sports. You see it with the Yankees. You've seen it with the Red Sox. And you see it with the Dodgers. These upper echelon teams, games are never over till the final out. Like, you don't see the Blue Jays coming back from, like, three down, whatever, tying it up with a dinger and winning an extra innings. Beautiful home run from some kid you never heard about. Like, it's magic. Like every time the Dodgers play, I'm just sitting there. It's never over. It's so, I don't know what they got going on right now, man. But wouldn't that be interesting? A collision course with the Los Angeles Dodgers and the New York Yankees, Brooklyn Dodgers. Like, oh, man, God. that would be that would be awesome. I've been thinking about it. And it almost feels like to me, it's it's long. Hey, it's a long season. Houston's going to be there. They got great pitching. But the way the Yankees are hitting in their depth, imagine a Yankees and Dodgers World Series. They would make baseball television markets cream. People would go nuts. Yeah, you know, my best tickets. Oh, good luck. Yeah, tickets. You think the Raptors were expensive? Oh, God. What are you going to do for uh, Dodgers? It would cost about the same. If it was was the Dodgers, Yankees, it would probably cost like minimum $1,000 to get in the stadium. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like sure. It'd be a thousand dollars to be like up in the upper deck of Yankee Stadium, you know. Tack on a couple extra hundred, Gabe, for history too. Like it's just too, like it's wild, man. And I'm thinking oh, yeah, about the, dog, it. the way yeah. the Yankees are going. Mm-hmm. Growing up, wow. growing up. Listen, I was an Expo fan, but I was a Dodger, you know, as well. I was a Dodger fan when I was young, but you know, the Expos were the local team. But uh, I remember the World Series. I was young, but they was back to back, man. Reggie Jackson, Cam. Dude hit three home runs on three pitches. Like, three home runs in one game in the World Series on three pitches. The first pitch every time. Bang, bang, bang. <laughs> like, three home runs. The Dodgers lost two years in a row to the Yankees in the 70s, late 70s, and then they beat them uh, in 1981. Uh, they, they beat them in 1981. So they, the, the Dodgers, uh, Dodgers and Yankees haven't played in a World Series since 1981. And, yeah, it would be off the freaking hook. But you can't – listen, Houston are struggling right now. It's too early to start getting ahead it's a long season. of World Series no, I'm talk. I'm just saying. I'm I do think the Dodgers there. are going to win the World Series made. this year. Like, they've made it to two in a row. They seem to just be on a mission. But looking at the market watch here a little bit, we'll get into it. Speaking of the Atlanta Braves, you know, the Braves, you know, they had a little pressure to start the season, expectations after last year. But they're starting to, you know, the, the Braves are starting to turn it up a notch right now. 
uh, a very uh, robust uh, camp. Uh, 46 and 32, 14 games over 500, 24 and 17 at home, 22 and 15 on the road, which shows they're just a solid, balanced uh, baseball team. Um, they're up uh, $898 on the year. The Philadelphia Phillies, 39 and 38, down $658 on the you got year. It, buddy. The Good Washington Nationals. Nationals continue to burn money. They're down 1431 and it leads us into the, uh, the Metropolitans down $1,152 on the year. And it's amazing, Cam, that somehow, as bad as the Miami Marlins are, they're, you're this. actually plus money. They're plus $232. Listen, this is what we talk about. And all you need, Gabe, if you walked into a court of law, the one point you make about baseball dogs, you go, boom. You knock it down, Miami, 30 and 46. You're up 232 bucks, 16 games below 500, coming off a sweep, and all of a sudden you're up money. That's that's how crazy it is. So think about it. And some of the guys goes, you're an idiot to bet the Miami Marlins. No, you're an idiot to bet the Washington Nationals, you stupid. <laughs> These guys are up $1,600 yeah. more. And that's why we got to stick, I told to, you this, stick to the guns in baseball. You know? How about this? How about this, guys? If you bet every Miami Marlin game, if you ask somebody, you know, somebody said, you, yeah, what do you, what do you bet on? You tell them, I, take, I took the Miami Marlins every game this year. They'd laugh. They'd think, this guy's a stupid idiot. Yeah, they'd yeah, think, they this guy's a moron taking the Miami Marlins every day. Well, you're up $232. All right, Ken. Take the Milwaukee Brewers every day. The Milwaukee Brewers are 42 and 36. Bet on them every day. You're up 12 bucks <laughs> on a year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't even Here's afford a quarter chicken dinner. 12 bucks. 12. Okay. You can't get a happy meal. You have 12 bucks. This division's interesting. Nobody makes money in this division. The Cubs are yeah, I know. minus it's, it's, four. It's Milwaukee awesome. are plus 12. St. Louis are down 636. Look oh, at this it's a train wreck. Pittsburgh somehow are up 107. And Cincinnati, minus 143. Wow. It's unbelievable. Strange. It's unbelievable. Yeah, no. The NL Central, it's like the NL's kiss your sister division. Can you believe nice that four teams are within 140 bucks? Can you believe that? One minus 143 Reds. Yeah, plus look at Arizona. Milwaukee. Look at oh, Arizona. I know. I know. <laughs> Tell I know. people four dollars. Hey Gabe, can I can I get you? What do I get you for four bucks? You want a Pepsi nice. and, a, and some toast? They played they played <laughs> 79 games this year, Arizona. Games. They played <laughs> yeah. 79 games. You're up four dollars. Four dollars. <laughs> hey, and what can you say about the favorites, though? You got to pick the right favorites. The Dodgers, you talk about it. So the, these guys are 29 games above 500. 29 games. 54, 25. You're damn right. You're up almost 1,700 bucks. That's the favorite you roll with, right? Atlanta, you're up to that, 900. Uh, yeah, Colorado's okay. 568, you're up three games above 500. And look at San Diego. Everyone's darling, Gabe. Yeah. Everyone, down 500. Yeah, ooh, now. San Diego. Yeah, team, yeah. You're down you're down 500 bucks. That's what it, that's what I like the market watch for. It's not about who you're going to play on a nightly basis. Just look who's overvalued and who's undervalued when you take a look at Minnesota it more than anything. Twins. The Twins are up $1852. Big money maker so yeah. far, but I think there's a regression coming for with the Twins as the season so do goes I. on. The thing is, so do they just I. they play in such a bad division, like, you know. These teams are terrible. Detroit Tigers. Let me tell you something. 26 and 47. The White Sox are okay. Yeah. It's 36. Yep. It's, it's a weak division as a whole, though. 
Listen, man, Barrios had that blister problem. They barely beat Kansas City that day. Me and Visine Vince took Kansas City on Sunday. They m- murdered these guys 6-1. to one. I'm with you. People beware. The Minnesota Twins are a good baseball team, but they're not a plus 1,800 team. They are definitely going to regress, and I'm going to be fading these guys when they play teams like the Yankees, when they play teams like Houston, and when they team play teams like, uh, you know, any of those positive, positive teams in the AL, Yankees, Red Sox, Houston, any of them, man. And they're losing to Kansas City, for God's sake. So be careful betting the Twins. I am. Um, other teams um, other teams that uh, have made money uh, this year, the Texas Rangers. And, you know, we talked about this, guys. Are great. Yeah. At home, 28 and 15, right? 28. They're 13 games above 500 at home. They're not a great road team. They're 14 to 21 on the road, but this is where they feast. So when, when the Rangers are at home, the Rangers are a, a good bet. The uh, the Toronto Blue Jays, uh, these guys are just huge money burgers, uh, Cam. Down 1,473, 20 games under make, 500. Yep. Yeah. I want to make a case for Toronto. I actually do. And, uh, I've been watching these games very attentively. They're down $1,473, Gabe, but that was at the start. They took three out of four from Boston. Stroman played well. All of a sudden, you look at their young players. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. out of those players is doing the worst. Craig Biggio's son, Kevin Biggio, he's on fire. Rowdy Roddy Telez is a home run machine who could do it. Basically built to hit dingers. If they get any type of hitting, I'm telling you, these guys were dogs. This number is reflected, especially to an early start. I'm saying watch out. It could be a play on team, but I have to believe that Strowman is going to get dealt. I'm watching these guys intently, Gabe. They've been a lot better the last five or six games. That series, they battled with the Angels. They kicked Boston's ass. The thing is, their young players are starting to get more confident, so be be, be careful betting against the Jays. That's all I'm saying. But the Yankees are on fire. <laughs> they played them you know tonight. Look you out. know what's shocking? He can the Cleveland Indians, if the playoffs start today, are in. I know. <laughs> and they got pitching like, injuries big time, man. Suddenly big the time. Indians are like back in this. Yeah, the Indians right now are the wild card team. The second wild card. Playing better. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. your money where your mouth is and take a shot at opening a sports wager account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. You'll receive a free bet up to 500 bucks. That's a free bet up to 500 bucks when you open up a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open up a new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. If you got a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over only. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See the website for full See the website for full details, Gabe. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Um, somebody asking, Gino asking about Seattle Mariners. They're down $900, 923 Purple. But Seattle, the bet with Seattle, guys. They're 31 games uh, to the overs. 
55 overs, 25 unders, man. That's unbelievable. Yes, you're a plus 31 units, man, if you bet the over in every Mariner game. It's a, great, it's, a gr- it's a great angle, Gabe, because you think about it. Look at their pitching. It's horrible. You got LeClerc, Kikuchi. All he does is walk guys. Like you see, and they still get runs, right? Like you saw the game versus Baltimore, 13-3. They can score runs. They give up runs. You said it, man. And that ballpark used to have a reputation. Remember back in the day, Gabe, we've been gambling for a long time. Oh, Safeco? Oh, you got to take the under when the Mariners were playing at Safeco. But now it's totally different, man. It's just different teams, bad pitching. And, uh, yeah, you're right. That's a great angle. The Seattle games go over. Remember the one time we bet them a couple times and they actually went under. The only times we took them uh, yeah. this year. But, uh, yeah, lots of overs. So, yeah. One of the no biggest pitching. one of the biggest total trends of the year, actually. The biggest one is them. 31 games. So you're plus 31 units minus the juice or whatever. But 55 and 24 with three pushes to the over. Uh, Seattle, we were talking a lot, guys, last week, over the last couple of weeks, on the Cincinnati Reds and their red-hot, uh, their red-hot under uh, streak. They were 15-1 and to the under going into the weekend series ben? against the Milwaukee ben? Brewers. Three straight overs. Straight overs. Yes, sir. <laughs> Welcome to the trend. Switching. Yeah, it's unbelievable. There's still 20 Game games the... over. There's still 20 yeah, games, 27 and 27 to the under, but now that the weather's warming up a bit, yeah, their bats seem to be coming yeah. alive now. They're playing good baseball, Cincinnati. They just can't get past that 500 mark, though. They keep on lingering and flirting with it. But um, And the other one, actually, the Pittsburgh Pirates are actually 17 games uh, to the over. They have 45 overs, 28 unders, three pushes. They're betting, they're betting the Pirates to the over has been profitable this year as well. Yeah, the Pirates are another one of those teams, and uh... – you know, just bet, betting baseball every day, you start to realize um, they have a really bad back end, Gabe. Uh, their bullpen, even the game yesterday, the game went to extras. They gave they gave up three runs and then scored four runs. 11 to 10 final. Crazy game versus the Padres. But that's the one thing I've realized about the Pittsburgh Pirates. Their pitching is abysmal, too. Like, they've had guys that are so streaky. Like, bro, he's good for an inning, and then he'll blow up. And you talk about all the other guys that they have, Remember Lyles, gave he was on fire at the start, and then he became a gas can. It's like they don't have a certifiable ace. Chris Archer from the Tampa Bay Rays used to be good. He's not good anymore. It's just uh, Pittsburgh's got a lot of problems, to be honest with you. They got some guys who can hit, but their pitching's a train wreck. The um, the New York Yankees are playing the uh, the Boston Red Sox this weekend, uh, Cam, in London, England. Hello. Uh, I know. Sat- yeah. Yes. <laughs> Hello. Saturday and Sunday. Hello. Yeah, great. 10 Saturday o'clock in the morning? Sunday. Um, no, I think it's a little later than that, actually. It's like 2 o'clock. Uh, I, I, I saw one of them. One of them was early. I'll go find out the sked because I think one of them was 10. You're right. One might be later, but one of them was really early. Yeah, so, Saturday is early, and yeah, it's Sunday 10, 10, the ESPN 10, 10. Sunday night game. Correct. Yeah, because yeah, it so starts. One, yeah, the Sunday's the ESPN night game, and it's so it's like six hours ahead. So I think because I, I saw they were like ESPN Sunday night. I, it was like 2 o'clock there. Or 2 o'clock. Sorry. Um, I'm confused uh, with the uh, the start well, I'm time. I'm confused, now. too. No, no. Sunday. It's weird. Sunday's the 10-10 start. Saturday's the 1-10 a.m.? start. Yeah, 10 a.m. Okay. So Saturday, Saturday night, it's on Fox TV, then. My bad. At 7 o'clock their time. Okay. There we go. Yeah. There we go. Um, nevertheless. Confusing to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now we sound like idiots. But I got some pertinent information here for you here. I'm so, listening. They're playing at Wembley, not a baseball stadium. 
No, like they're they're creating a baseball diamond within this thing. So they need to build the walls from scratch. Everything is, you know what I mean? It's very yes, so they're going. They're kind of going all out here. They're making an a a replica of the green monster, but the green monster is thirty six feet. This one is going to be sixteen feet. They say it's a mini version of the of the um, of the green monster. So this is the end result with some issues and dimensions. The field will be 330 feet down each foul line, and it'll be 385 feet dead to dead center, and will feature a 16 uh, foot wall. Uh, Good luck. Cook called the center field wall a mini green monster, an homage to the 37 foot uh, wall uh, at Fenway, at just 385 feet to dead center. It's the uh, one of the shortest center fields in the history ever recorded for a Major League Baseball regular season game. Um, can you say over? Dude, uh, the Yankees, dead center, dude, 385 feet. This is like balls that are like warning tracks in most big league stadiums. Bye-bye. Yeah, it's we'll take it. We'll 80, have to take a look. 80 degrees. It's going to be 80 degrees as well. I like that. It's going to be I like humid. That. I like balls. I like balls that fly. I also want to see the total in the game. If they know these dimensions, Gabe, they're not stupid. They're not going to give give away money. Like that's the thing about these stories. Wow, you know, yeah, yeah, we anticipate these things to happen, but what's the what's what's the over under going to be, right? It's like kind of like when games in Texas. Now they're yeah, the over under is sure. eleven and a half, twelve, right? Like it's just one of those things. Think? Like I, don't, I try I not to get total fooled by these things. Nine and a half, ten, nine and a half. If it's ten and a half, eleven, I think that would be more appropriate to what you're talking about because you you know yeah the Yankees are just lethal these guys you you look at everybody on their lineup raking raking Gary Sanchez 385 yeah it's just everything's like you think Yankee stadiums it's got a short porch everything goes out they're going to have to adjust Okay the total. listen Fenway Fenway is 390 okay but the thing is yep. Fenway has a 37 foot wall back there so Correct. at least you got to hit it high you know what I'm saying Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to go all the way back yeah. without besides Fenway, and like I said, they have that stupid wall there to balance it out. Um, Ebbets Field, Brooklyn, Brooklyn Dodgers, 1948-384. Crossley Field, Cincinnati, 1939-380. Braves Field, Boston, 1943-370 feet. This is basically the shortest. This is the closest, the shortest outfield wall in the history of baseball. Hmm. I'd have in to modern, believe. In modern. You have to go back to uh, the Braves, Boston Braves in 1943. I would have to believe with the dimensions that people know this, Gabe. I wouldn't be surprised if we see total of 11, a 10 and a yeah, half. Yeah, you're 11. right. Yeah. They have to. And if they post anything under. Are we going to be suckers in bed? What? Two to one final. Didn't expect the defense, but no, it's got to be. Uh, I, yeah, I would, I would have to exactly, believe we're going like, to see a lot of home runs. If the you know? if the batters don't make contact, it doesn't matter how far the wall is or how close <laughs> yeah. the wall is. I get it. True. But at the same point in time, this isn't normal. Like you, I just read these dimensions, Cam. You have to go back into history here, as I state. So they have a 16 foot wall back there, dead center now. One thing that you know as well as I do, too, it's like golf. And baseball players will tell you this. If you try to hit it somewhere, they won't do it, right? But yep. guys are going to be tempted to be swinging for center field, thinking if I just get a little bit of wood on this, it, it's going to clear the wall at 385. 
I mean, the average is 402, dude, in big league baseball. I know. We're talking about Sometimes, 17, yeah. 17 feet, Cam. Some that's, uh, like I said, that's going to be a cup, dude. Like, I don't see how it's not a, it's not going to be a sandbox. I have a, I have a different perspective of it, too. When you see that short porch, you you said it. They're going to be swinging for the fences. And a lot, a lot of time when up, you go huh? that, yep, yep. you said, you, you said it, buddy. You said it. And the thing is, when you, when something's that good, they're thinking, oh, all I got to do is this and just miss it. Oh, I missed it. I know, Ken, because I did it, it when I was so kid. good. It I wasn't so a home good. run hitter. I was a single hitter, like baseball, line drive up the middle all the time. Yeah. But nice. there was That's, one yeah, park yeah, that we played at. There was one park that we played that had a really short fence camp. And you wanted to go deep every time. Uh, I, I, was, I knew. I was like, this is the yep. only park I'll ever be able to do this in. Right? So I'm a left-handed hitter, Cam, and I swear to God, bro, <laughs> I popped out to right field like 30 times in a row there. <laughs> finally, the, finally my man, the, the, the coach told me, hey, hey, just give it up. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Even though they're baseball, so, even, though they're, even though they're baseball players, right? Um they're baseball players, Gabe, but they got to think they're human beings too. It would be great to hit a home run in London. This oh, is a yeah, new yeah. thing. Red Sox versus Yankees. There's a lot of variables with this, but it's going to be interesting. Yeah, yeah. I guess we'll get to know the. I, I think for Thursday or Friday show, we'll be able to have the advanced line on the total, and we'll uh, take a look. Uh, we'll take a look at it for sure. Nobody, um, as you stated, very few baseball players can hit a home run. It's like in Seinfeld with Paul O'Neill. Kramer promised two home runs. It's hard to hit a home run. (laughs) (laughs) That was the best. Mr. O'Neill, can you? (laughs) Great. I I love that episode. Two home runs? (laughs) Baseball players will tell you. I I remember Mookie Betts in a home run derby last year. He said, I don't try to hit home runs. He goes, I just hit the ball, and sometimes it can go over the fence. And he said, if you try to hit home runs, yeah, you won't. And I've I, most baseball players, and I've I've heard people say, unless you're Barry Bonds, you know what I mean. There's a few dudes that can just sort of call their shot, and they're trying to hit a home run, and they will. And now, pretty much everyone's all you know. I mean, a guy there's like 12 guys on pace to hit 50 home runs or something stupid like that. But exactly, it's true. It's sort of like golf, guys. You go up to you know on on you know you're, you're teeing off with your driver, and you try to kill it. You might hit it hard. You're going to slice it. Stuff. You see the lady comes up. Think she hits it yeah, further right, right down, down the middle. middle. Right down yeah, the middle. Yeah, yeah. Like, That's what happens. <laughs> I remember. I remember. I don't go in very many cash games, but I play with a senior guy when I was working at the club. And this was when I was a good golfer, when I used to clean clubs every day. And me and my buddy, these old guys like to gamble, right? But they were hustlers. So, you know, we were good and everything. But you know what they did? Everything was fairways and greens. The par five, poke it out there. Another one, poke it on. Put it on in three. Miss Birdie tap in for par. Meanwhile, I'm shanking it. Ooh, tree might have to take a penalty stroke. These guys at the end, you're just greasing them because they know they play the long game. They they will you to death with big, boring, good play. Like you know what I mean, Gabe? No crazy stuff in the woods. No rough. They keep it in play and they get the job done. That's the thing. You said it, man. Be careful for all these guys thinking they're going to go deep. It might not work out that way. I don't know, though. Pretty big pretty big series here. It's only two games. But the Boston Red Sox are eight games back of the Yankees. If the playoffs started today, the Boston Red Sox are not in the playoffs. They're going, they're going to London, playing in a weird sort of dimension and stadium and stuff. Means, These big games in the middle of the season. It means so much for them. 
It's so yeah, big for like, Boston. People, it's like, a it's big huge. series. Like, yeah, if they yeah. lose both games, they're kind of they're ten back. You know what I mean? They're eight back right now. Boston are almost into the neighborhood of playing for a wild card now. You know what I mean? Oh, I, I know it's that. early, but July's around the corner, guys. Like they're playing for a wild card. Gabe, these guys blew a six-run lead against the Blue Jays. Okay, like their bullpen—they did not address their bullpen situation. They thought about getting Craig, Craig Kimbrell, maybe even getting another arm with Dallas Keuchel. None of those guys went there. The Boston Red Sox back end of their bullpen is atrocious. So they got to score like eight, nine runs to win these games, and teams are coming back on them. Yankees are the cream of the crop. Go win that division. Game time decisions continues. Let's roll. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. All right, I'm almost ashamed of myself for uh, bringing this up, but there's actually odds for it. So, curious on your take, Cam. That, um, so, for some reason, Justin Bieber said he wants to fight Tom Cruise. Yes. But I guess he was, you know, he doesn't have anything against Tom Cruise. I guess he was joking or whatever. I don't know. Something about him being in you know, better shape than Tom Cruise or something. And the thing is, Tom <laughs> yeah. Cruise, like, accepted. Perfect. <laughs> I guess Tom Cruise said, yeah, if you want to go, let's go. And uh, Dana White wants to do it. Of course I know he does. does. So, of course he does. Yeah, money, so money, 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 money. it's not, not going to happen. Like, you know what I mean? I don't doubt yeah, that cooler heads will prevail here before it's all said and done. But odds have been posted. What do you think the odds would be? So basically, uh, Justin Bieber is 25 years old. Tom Cruise is 56. I'm going to say, sorry, sorry, I'm going to say uh, Tom Cruise is going to be minus uh, 320. Good call. Tom Cruise is listed as a minus 250 favorite. Oh, it's pretty <laughs> close. Yes. <laughs> We've been gambling for a Tom, while. 250. Tom Cruise Ooh. would beat the shit out of this kid. <laughs> I would think so. I don't know. Bieber's pretty cocky, man. Like he's, uh, I know, I, I've seen it. Remember, remember, he did his little show where he used to like it was Shaq versus and stuff. I remember when Bieber was on, like he was actually decent and like he's a pretty athletic kid though. Like crushed them in bowling. He's a mouthy kid. He was, yeah, he's, mouthy, he's, but he he's kicking the blocks and he posts. He's tra- he hangs. He, he trades with people and stuff. He's hung with yeah. Mayweather. You know what I mean? But Tom Cruise. You know what Tom Cruise would win? Tom Cruise is a Scientologist, bro. Like, and he's like the second in charge. Tom Cruise knows some shady stuff, Cam. He's not just this normal guy, Tom Cruise. Like, Tom Cruise, I guarantee you, would know some move. He just grabbed Bieber by the neck, like, just pinch some nerve. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? He knows some Mission Impossible stuff. Yeah, people say uh, they're betting a farm. Fan Bob says he bet the farm on Tom Cruise. Wow. 
might take a look at Bieber as the as a booch game. Yeah, Tom Cruise is like hanging off a building. He does his own stunt. He's a psychopath. He is. Any time this season continues, I'll tweet it out.